Welcome to today's episode of the Do They Own Me podcast, where we kick and scream and make a massive fuss about the systematic invasion of privacy and the fist that is reaching into your pocket and grabbing your phone and squeezing every ounce of data that it possibly can squeeze from your phone about your lifestyle and your activities. I'm your host, Benny McBenface. Today, we have probably the best example that we've ever had of why it's just a bad idea to ever share your information with anyone. I've always said that once the data leaves the confines of your privacy, that is your home, your car, your office, you have to assume that it's available for anyone who wants to pay for it. We have an article from the Business Insider. It's from October 2023. The headline is, User data stolen from genetic testing giant 23andMe and is now for sale on the dark web. Now, I recommend to everyone who cares about uh, any of this stuff to spend time on the dark web frequently. Get on there once a month. Get onto the dark web forums and just, it's look, for the record, it's 99.9% hacking. That's what's on the dark, re- uh, dark web. And get onto these forums and have a look at what types of information sets and data sets are being stolen and sold on a day-to-day basis. There's some truly mind-blowing stuff that I've seen from my trolls through the dark web on a regular basis. One in particular that absolutely blew my mind, I saw, and this is going back probably a year ago, uh, so maybe 2023, could have been 2022, but anyway, at some point not that long ago, I saw a a reputable broker. This guy had a, a high reputation. These forums always have some system of tracking, you know, who's full of shit and who's not, who's sold who's offered stuff for sale in the past and failed to deliver, and then they ding their reputation score. Anyway, this guy was a very credible person, and he had access to what was called an SS7 gateway breach. Now, I didn't know what what SS7 was or an SS7 gateway. I spent 30 seconds Googling, blew my mind. Um, And look, I don't remember the exact details, but it's something like this. The SS7 protocol, if I'm not mistaken, is a protocol. The SS7 protocol is the messaging system or or something to do with control of telecommunications networks. So if you can breach an SS7 gateway, what it means is you have control over the routing of phone calls and SMS messages in that particular area, uh, you know, that is subject to the gateway that you have breached. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, wait, and I think this guy was selling it for 5,000 bucks or 10,000 bucks, which if you're a sufficiently motivated bad actor, that is a drop. It that is a that's a steal. Um, he was selling it for look. It could have been twenty five thousand bucks, but anyway, he was selling an SS seven uh, gateway breach access. So if you've got control of that, if you've got access to an SS seven gateway, that means SMS security codes are out the window, right? Somebody gets an SMS code to verify a transaction or something. If you're in the middle of the gateway, uh, you're going to capture that. You can just send it somewhere else and send it to them so they don't even know that it's been breached. Whatever. Look, these are the things you see as you're trawling around the dark web. And it is very instructive as to, A, what criminals are looking to steal, and B, what's valuable once they do steal it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very good place to spend some time, you know, when you've got nothing else to do. Anyway, let's, read, let's continue reading from the article. User data from 23andMe accounts has been leaked and put up for sale on a dark web forum. Uh, Hackers likely gathered the data with leaked customer credentials for other platforms and services. Yeah, so this is a thing that happens. 
people do reuse passwords. It's a bad habit. I, I had that habit for an extraordinarily long period of time for two reasons. Number one, it's just easy. Like you don't have to remember another password. But number two, all of the thing, all of the solutions that I'd looked at, like password managers, for example, all of those solutions, I'd looked at it and I'd said, well, hold on a minute. This is stupid. You want me to take every single one of my passwords for every single account I've ever created and you want me to put that online? No, thank you. I won't be doing that. So for that reason, I'd avoided using a password manager. I now use a password manager called KeePassXC, K-E-E-P-A-S-S-X-C. I use that offline, completely offline. It's free and it does everything I need it to. So I no longer reuse passwords and recycle passwords. I went through a long process of resetting everything, reset passwords, all of that. And I strongly recommend that to anyone that I'm ever having this conversation with now. Don't reuse passwords. Just use KeePassXE. Stores it offline and you're good to go. But again, you know, that was me for an extraordinarily long period of time. I was reusing passwords just like everybody reuses passwords. What can happen is if one place where you've used that password paired with your email address, if one place uh, where you've used that password gets breached or gets hacked and then that list is released of usernames and passwords, hackers will take that and they'll just start trying that email address and password combination in all the services they can think of. Let's try logging into PayPal with that. Let's try logging into Netflix or let's try logging into uh, Menulog or any of these other things. And in many instances, they're able to get access to more and more and more services and really create a bit of chaos in someone's life. So don't recycle your passwords, boys and girls. Anyway, article continues. A 23andMe spokesperson said, there was no indication of unauthorized access through its data security systems. Uh, okay. Hackers claiming to have access to the names, photos, birth details, and ethnicities of potentially millions of 23andMe customers are peddling the information on the dark web for thousands of dollars. So right there in that opening paragraph, potentially millions of 23andMe customers, I'm starting to doubt that it was uh, previous. I'm starting to doubt that it was reused passwords. Are they going to find millions of people that have reused a password for 23andMe? Maybe, but it seems not as likely as, for example, somebody with administrative level access, maybe not God tier access, but, you know, slightly higher up the level access inside 23andMe, seems more likely that they were breached if we're talking millions of customer, uh, you know, millions of customers having their data affected. Anyway, the article continues, the data appears to have been gathered from user credentials that were exposed in prior data breaches, and the company's security systems have not been breached, according to 23andMe. Well, I've given you my opinion on this. It doesn't seem that that is the most likely thing, but hey, that's what they're saying. It continues, the preliminary results of this investigation suggest that the login credentials used in these access attempts may have been gathered by a threat actor from data leak during incidents involving other online platforms where users have recycled login credentials, a spokesperson for the company told Insider. In other words, the hackers plugged in leaked username-password combinations into 23andMe accounts in a technique known as credential stuffing. Yeah, again, look, they're saying the same thing, but I ju it just doesn't seem likely to me that that would affect millions of accounts. If we were talking 5,000 accounts, sure, easy, no problem, 10,000, 50,000, but millions. I mean, think about what has to happen there for that to work. You have to have the attacker, the threat actor, uh, you've got to have that guy and he's got a list, let's say he's got a list of 10 million known username password combinations. 
he has to put each and every one of those into 23andMe and attempt to log into 23andMe with each and every one of those. Surely, surely there is a system in place at 23andMe to detect that kind of thing going on. Surely there is. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's no technological solution to that problem, and maybe 23andMe did nothing wrong. We'll continue. The company first became aware of the attack in a post on Reddit that appears to have been removed by the platform. Since then, hackers have taken to hawking the data on the cybercrime marketplace breach forums. Now, that, boys and girls, is the one that I recommend. If you're going to go on the dark web, if you're going to look through this stuff, get onto breach forums, have a look at what people are selling there. I'm not suggesting buy it. That's one step too far. I'm suggesting have a look and see what people are selling because that gives you some insight into what's available, what's valuable, what people are actively working on hacking. All these guys just post openly. Anyway, it continues in the article, one anonymous seller advertised the data on breach forums earlier this week as containing DNA profiles of millions ranging from the world's top business magnates to dynasties often whispered about in conspiracy theories. All right, well, listen, I'll give this guy something. Uh, he's, he's a hell of a copywriter. He's not just a hacker. He's a, he's a copywriter. That's a, that's a good line of copy. And it goes on and noted that each set of data also came with corresponding email addresses based on a repost of the ad on Twitter. The sample data reportedly contains entries for tech execs like Mark Zuckerberg, um, Sergey Brin, and Elon Musk, according to Wired, but it's unclear whether the entries are legitimate. Look, I'm calling bullshit on that. Uh, sorry, it's not true. Um, those guys have full-time security teams, including uh, all the, including non-obvious levels of threat. Right, the obvious level of threat is somebody wants to punch them in the face when they're walking through public. The non-obvious levels of threat are things like biological uh, attacks um, and exactly this type of thing, DNA harvesting. So there, it seems to me extraordinarily unlikely that any one of these guys would have been stumbling around on the internet one night, seen an ad for 23andMe and said, oh, this is a good idea. I'm going to extract my literal DNA and send it to a company that will do with, with it what they please, uh, just so that I can see where my grandparents uh, may have you know, moved from, or their grandparents. No, sorry, I'm calling bullshit on that. Uh, the article continues, the company is helmed by Anne Wojcicki, sister of former YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki and ex-wife of Sergey Brin. Okay, all right, maybe I need to backtrack. I could now understand if that was his ex-wife, I could now understand why Sergey Brin's DNA might be there because you know how that conversation's going to go around the dinner table. Oh, darling, I've started a startup. Would you give me your DNA? Oh, I don't really like that idea. Come on, why not? And, you know, she's going to get it. Or she just doesn't ask him and she just grabs it anyway. So, all right, I can see how that could happen. But for the other two... uh. Zuckerberg and Musk. Yeah, I don't see it. Anyway, article continues. And the seller offered profile bundles starting from a thousand bucks for a hundred profiles, going all the way up to a hundred grand for a hundred thousand profiles, noting that for each bulk purchase of ten thousand, they'd offer the flexibility of incremental payments. So these guys are offering payment plans as well. So you can you can get people's DNA and family history and uh, you can get it on credit. Seems like a great deal. Another post on Breach Forums also reposted to Twitter noted that the data contained half of the members of 23andMe, right? So that this is where I'm drawing the line. This is why I'm saying it seems to me, the way that I see it, it seems to me unlikely that this has just been guessed off the basis of uh, username and password combinations that have been used elsewhere. You're talking about half of your members? 
it seems far, far more likely to me that someone inside 23andMe did something they shouldn't have, and that's caused this breach. That's my assessment. The article continues, The company, which has a total of 14 million users, has yet to confirm the number of compromised user accounts and also noted that no raw genetic data was shared. Okay. Uh, It continues, based on the results of its preliminary investigation, the company believes the hackers gained access to a much smaller number of user accounts, but managed to scrape the data of several other 23andMe users through a feature called DNA Relatives. The feature allows users to connect with and see information about other users they share a recent ancestor with, which they define as less than nine less than nine generations back on their website. I'm sorry, if we go less if we go nine generations back, we're all recent I just feel like I look, I don't have paper and pen in front of me, but if I did that calculation, I feel like that would make us related to one in five people around us. I don't know. It it can't be that uh, can't be that far off that but look. This goes to, look, who in their right mind is going to send their DNA to a company like this? Let's start there. Why would you do it? Now, the one thing that I, the one person I have no criticism of is a person that's never even thought about the uh, privacy and security implications of doing this. I have no criticism of that person, but I would say that they are naively, unfortunately naively, maybe through no fault of their own. They are naively, in their mind at least, living in a time that has not existed for at least the last decade. They are living in a time for them where all the companies that they interact with have their best interests at heart and would never do anything to harm them and would never do anything to exploit every ounce of data they could get. That time is dead. We've crossed the Rubicon. The the epoch has come and gone. It no longer exists. That time is so far behind us that it's not, there's not even a hint of it uh, in the rearview mirror. So I think it is important for those of us who do think about these things and do talk about these things, I think we have some obligation. Like, you're talking to your sister, you're talking to your mum. Tell them, say, listen, don't do this shit. This is dumb. Don't send your DNA because it's not in your interest by any stretch of the imagination, right? So I, the, the people that are innocently naive about it, I feel bad for them. But hopefully, as more of this type of stuff happens and these breaches happen and these violations happen, hopefully more and more people start to see that, you know, just don't do it. Don't do it. Turn off. Turn this stuff off. Don't send your DNA anywhere. Turn your location services off on your phone. Just get out of it. Don't don't share this information with companies that are going to use it to exploit every ounce of your data that they can get. Anyhow, the article continues. Uh, 23andMe also did not confirm whether the attack was directed toward any particular ethnic group. A post on breach forums from earlier this week touted the data sample as 1 million Ashkenazi database. Oh, yes, I remember this. There was some talk about this when it came out, that that people were going to create genetic weapons based on this type of thing. Uh, I didn't look into it at the time. Seems highly unlikely to me, though. Seems like the type of thing that would grab headlines, but no. Anyway, um, we touted the data example as 1 million Ashkenazi database. Though an individual could be classified as Ashkenazi Jew with just 1% Jewish ancestry, according to the company, uh, those with European or Ashkenazi ancestry are likely to have many matches via the DNA relatives feature. Yeah. Look, I don't think there's much else to say. I will copy, of course, or, or uh, post a link to the article if you want to read the whole article. Uh, the, the core point is the same as the core point has always been. Don't willingly 
or accidentally share your data with anyone. Now, the willing part, obviously, that's easy to accomplish. Don't do that willingly. Doing it accidentally, well, you just have to assume anything, anything that you're doing online, meaning on your phone in your pocket, which is what most people use to access the internet for the most part, certainly for the most private and most uh, personal and most intimate things is all done through their phone. They're not using their workstation at the office. They're doing it on their phone. Uh, when you're doing that, just know that every single piece of information is being harvested and it will be used against you at some point in the future. There should be a, a Miranda rights warning of some type on phones when you get them. There should be a little sticker that you have to peel off before you can even turn it on saying everything you do on this device will be used against you at some point in the future because that is an absolute fact. So just don't do it. Anyway, that's the episode for today. I'll catch you on the next one.